What's going on, family? Happy Tuesday to you, and welcome to another episode of The Faction Quick Hits. It's your man, GB Gerard Bonner. Hope you guys are doing absolutely fantastic. Hey, listen, as I always say, thank you so much for your continued support of all things faction whether you're following us on social media whether you're sharing our posts whether you listen to our podcasts or our weekly broadcast thank you so much for spending some time with us and allowing us to be part of your day we've got some amazingly cool things coming up really really soon i'll make sure i tell you about it before we end today's show but what i'd love for you to do is give us a follow on instagram facebook twitter at the faction show and make sure you are subscribed to our podcast so that you can get these alerts as soon as our podcast drops and uh, you can definitely check it out and let me know what you think so For today's uh, quick hits, I got a couple of places I want to go. Firstly, I want to talk a bit about Monday Night Raw, which took place last night. Uh, The WWE has been in England. Uh, They've done two nights in Manchester. SmackDown and Raw were both there. And uh, certainly here in the States, it ends up being tape delay since um, our friends in England are about four or five hours ahead of us. And it's interesting. You know, there's something about, number one, the live element uh, that always feels unpredictable. But there's also something about the taped element that at times can feel too safe. I'm very intrigued to see what you guys think of Monday Night Raw from last night. I'll tell you this, a couple of unexpected moves. First of all, I love the fact that the NXT UK brand carried on the NXT invasion, which I thought was brilliant, and it speaks to the global nature of the NXT brand. It is an amazing thing that Triple H has done. And I'll tell you this right now, like it or lump it, if NXT does not come away with the overall win at Survivor Series, something is wrong. Because wherever you go, whether it's in or out of the States, the chants are the same. NXT. This reminds me a lot of the NWO invasion, but I think it is a lot more global and it's done far better than the NWO was. So this is going to be something special. And the matches that are coming out of this, we'll spend some more time talking about it on Wednesday's show. But the idea that you have all of these triple threats involving the women's champions, you have the tag team champions, and now you've got uh, the Intercontinental Champion versus the U.S champion versus the NXT North American champion. I think that match is going to steal the show. AJ, Shinsuke, and Roderick Strong. It's going to be crazy. So I think uh, they're finally doing this right. Let me also say this. In times past when WWE has had a third brand like ECW, that brand was always treated like the redheaded stepchild. I remember watching the uh, uh, the drafts that would happen and how ECW would always get the runt of the litter in terms of the picks. You know, they were never treated fairly. They always got the... Uh, unwanted talent or the undesirable talent and so it's really quite cool to see NXT treated as the global equal brand that it is and I think NXT should walk away with a really big win at Survivor Series Uh, continuing our thoughts on Monday Night Raw this whole Lana Rusev situation it's not believable 
And I don't know if it is not translating well because, you know, we're already wondering, is this authentic or not? Are they not delivering well? I, I just don't believe it. And uh, to watch Lana in a ring last night, uh, trying to share all these thoughts, fumbling over her words, not believable at all. Uh, it was like watching paint dry. And it reminded me of some other painful WWE segments that have happened on Monday Night Raw. I think about uh, when Sami Zayn was going after Bobby Lashley and his sisters and uh, just the debacle that was. And so I hope that WWE will see the writing on the wall and somehow either inject something into this storyline or get rid of it because uh, it just isn't working. The whole idea that, you know, Lana tried to explain to us that she's uh, had a seven week sex anniversary with Bobby Lashley, but she's nine weeks pregnant. Do the math. Like it just, ugh. This to me is the problem of Monday Night Raw being three hours. You clearly do not have enough viable content to make this exciting. And I don't know that there uh, is the thought process of how we're keeping people's attention. You know, I talked a little bit about this yesterday about how we consume our wrestling. And uh, these days, I don't know that all of us are necessarily as committed to a full three hours of Monday Night Raw as we were in times past, particularly when there aren't moments that keep us coming back from commercial. So I think WWE really does need to give some thought as to how on earth they are treating this scenario with a three-hour Monday Night Raw, since obviously they're not going to vie away from it because there's too much money attached to the USA Network and the three-hour presentation, then make this work worth our money make it worth our time because the truth of it is time and I know some people don't believe it is really more valuable than money and I found myself uh, after three hours of raw kind of wanting uh, a do-over wanting my time back so Monday Night Raw let's get this together to make a three-hour investment worth it as opposed to the two hours of SmackDown, the two hours of NXT, the two hours of AEW, the one hour of NWA Power, all of those moments and minutes absolutely do matter. So with that said, I want to dig into a big piece of news that dropped yesterday uh, surrounding the WWE and their relationship with Stone Cold Steve Austin. If you remember a few years back, Stone Cold Steve Austin's uh, Stone Cold podcast found its way to the WWE Network and created some rather compelling conversations. I was a big fan of Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast even before it landed on the network, but when it landed on the network, it was special. We saw conversations with Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, Triple H, AJ Styles, and perhaps the most memorable one may have been the conversation with Dean Ambrose, the former Dean Ambrose, now John Moxley, when as WWE champion, Stone Cold really laid into him uh, relative to how he cares and feels about the business, etc., etc. That was the interview that kind of caused WWE Network to part ways with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, the relationship has rekindled, and the result is a brand new interview series coming to the WWE Network titled The Broken Skull Sessions. It's a monthly original series which will premiere 
Sunday night, November the 24th at 11 p.m. Eastern following the Survivor Series. Uh, it is hosted and produced by Stone Cold Steve Austin. It'll feature a no-holds-barred one-on-one conversations, very much like what we saw with the Stone Cold Podcast. But this one is going to be interesting as the debut episode will feature a conversation with the undertaker i think for one you have everything about this that you want to see people want to hear from the undertaker since we don't hear from him very often uh stone cold is the right guy to ask the questions i think this is box office draw this is the type of thing on a network that keeps us coming back and so uh shout out to the wwe for figuring out how to rekindle things with stone cold steve austin putting him in the right light we want to see stone cold as often as we can and so to see him in this environment talking doing what he does best uh alongside the undertaker for this particular show will absolutely be amazing this makes me think of this you know we've talked uh, about the wwe network and i mentioned uh, in yesterday's uh situation with our quick hits about all the varying ways to watch content with pro wrestling i think the varying opportunities and content that wwe has on their network is what kind of makes their network stand apart from you know njpw world or ring of honor honor club or the other offshoots that are out there there are far more stories being told on the wwe network so i'm curious for those who do watch the wwe network what's your draw is it watching the pay-per-views is it watching say an NXT? Is it watching the other content that they have, whether that is the Ride Along series, Chronicle, uh, WWE 24, this new Stone Cold series? What's your draw to the WWE Network? I'd love to know that. So let us know via social media at The Faction Show, uh, and we can definitely compile that information uh, for you. So before we go, there's some very interesting news coming out of AEW. Of course, AEW Full Gear this weekend was in Baltimore. A whole lot happened as the world is talking about the match involving Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho along with that crazy lights out match involving Kenny Omega and John Moxley but what you may not know is apparently there was a brawl that took place at Jimmy's famous seafood on Friday night between Jimmy Havoc who is a competitor in AEW and commentator Excalibur apparently Jimmy Havoc, according to reports, was very intoxicated at Tony Schiavone's birthday party. Havoc took a swing at Excalibur, but he missed. And then the masked commentator grabbed Jimmy Havoc in a chokehold that put him to sleep. And all of this happened in front of AEW owner Tony Khan. So uh, there's a lot of questions as to what's going on, but I'll say this much. It's never, ever a good situation to get intoxicated at work right like not a good move uh for jimmy havoc who of course is from england and is known for uh being one of the modern kings or maybe princes of the death match this isn't responsible behavior uh particularly when you're looking at a new company like aew so i i don't know 
You know, I just think sometimes we got to be wise and smarter about new opportunities. You know, again, you know, this is the world of pro wrestling. So some are asking, is it a work? Is it a shoot? Did it really happen or not? But I do know that it's not the kind of report that you want to have happen uh, in the world of pro wrestling. So Jimmy Havoc, uh, I'm sure we'll be hearing some more about this, perhaps about this confrontation between Jimmy Havoc and Excalibur. And it's a shame that that would be one of the news items that comes out of a big weekend for AEW but it is what it is and uh yeah I don't know interesting stuff for sure so AEW continuing to stay in the news and uh, we'll be sure to watch them tomorrow night as Chris Jericho looks to become the first double champion in AEW history as he and Sammy Guevara will take on the AEW tag team champions SCU in the main event of AEW Dynamite tomorrow. Uh, Speaking of tomorrow, of course, we've got a great show coming for you. Our weekly broadcast will be tomorrow on bonafideradio.com, so you don't want to miss that. Upcoming this Friday, we've got a special interview with NWA superstar Ricky Starks. You don't want to miss this conversation. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. That's coming this Friday on the podcast. And of course, still to come all week long, we've got more quick hits and the like. So I want to know how you're feeling about quick hits and everything connected to the faction. There's a great way to let us know. You can do that at the faction show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We love interacting with you. We love hearing from you. So be sure to reach out to us. You can reach out to me personally at Bonnerfied on all aforementioned platforms and I may be working on a special surprise for you for an upcoming quick hit so stay connected all sorts of super cool things happening here at the faction until next time it's GB representing for Courtney and Clack and we are the faction I my people, here we go